A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Revan TV. It is the build-up show. Um, I feel like, sorry, I feel like I'm like behind an eclipse or something and you guys are enjoying some late autumn, early autumn sunshine here. Anyway, um, hi. Not so much for podcast listeners there it's a very visual or the people in the room what are you talking about you are all like look all sunny and happy and I look like I'm just sat in a hole somewhere it's fine um, my office is there and there's been a cloud up all day <laughs> <laughs> yeah we went out we, we, we and Ross went out to Anfield for two hours in the piss and rain and still our mood wasn't as dampened as, uh, as Chris Bay Jackson's been today. He's, he's, had a, he's had a tough old day, Chris. So send some love in the comments, please. Uh, right, Liverpool, Manchester City in the Premier League. Um, massive, massive game of football. Um, Ross Chanley. Um, it is the biggest game of the season since the last biggest game of the season, which was Chelsea a few weeks ago. Yep, I feel sick. <laughs> I do feel sick. Yeah, it's just... You've a cold, or you've been out in the rain, have you? No, maybe. If not from Tom, then definitely definitely have been in the cold, wet, ruined trainers in the building site. Um, no, yeah, it's just, it's a huge game. You always get excited for it, and you always get pumped up for it, and it always end up being a, a drab nil-nil. However, um, I think like to think we've got a slight advantage of being at Anfield because they tend to shit themselves quite a little, a little bit mm. don't they? which will be interesting to see how that works out yeah without without doubt it's um, like anything because there's always nerves around Man City because they're boss and they've got loads of boss players and they've got a good manager and he comes up with new approaches and blah 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 but also I do love playing Man City at Anfield I do Mate, I adore it I really really enjoy it and I am going to enjoy it a lot more this season than last because we're going to be there. Yes. And that's the big thing. And that's why we it, they find it difficult in Anfield is because we're there. Yeah. We're screaming, we're singing, we're shouting, we're supporting our team. Mm-hmm. And I cannot wait because, listen, I, I don't like Chelsea. You know, they're, they're a historical rival now from the last sort of 15, 20 years. But right now, the last few years, City's been the game. Yeah, City, uh, they've been the rivals. But if you beat City, you beat you win the league, yeah. and that's been proved by you know us winning the league two years ago by beating them. Yeah. Um, and and that's what we've got to do again. They're still no. Everyone can talk about Chelsea, and they're a good side, and they're going to be up there at the end of the season. But for me, if you finish out of City, you win the Premier League. Yeah, and ultimately, in, in all that. We're not playing Chelsea this week, so they they may or may not be up there. That remains to be proven. Their overall quality, I, I agree. I, I think they're fantastic, and it would be weird if they weren't given the quality they've got. But what they're one injury away, Chelsea, <laughs> to Lukaku from having the same side as last season. It's a good <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a good point. But the, the city, the city stuff is is that you know Chris is right. City, City should win the league every season. 
um, because of how they're set up, and that's just the way that's the way things are. They've got they've got those advantages, and some of the, you know they, they, you can spend the money wrong, and you could have the wrong guy in charge, and that's not be the else. case. Well, no, but true. But what I mean is, they've gotten their recruitment largely largely right because they've got they've assembled that's what they didn't just they just happen upon the players they've got they didn't happen upon Guardiola they've built that they've got they've got that thing going for them it's great and that's the the point about that is that they are they're a known entity to us and they I know know that they will be right up there at the end of the season and then if they're not I will be pleasantly surprised but that's the point about this is that we know how vitally important this game is you can't afford to lose this it's Anfield mm. moreover because you can go to the you can go to the and lose yeah. because they, you know they would be expected to win that yeah. this is your big one this is why Pep, cha- Pep changes tactics to come to Anfield because he even he knows how important this game is yeah I think the timing's really important as well obviously they've had a tough week probably one of the toughest weeks you can have Obviously, they beat Chelsea, which is a really good result, but obviously they lost to PSG. What does that do for morale? But also, it's going into international break of going... Liverpool want to be top of the table going into that first international break, and then you've had your first bank of fixtures. You look back, you pick through what happened, what was the good parts, what was the bad parts, and then you go into the next one. Okay, Sam, we're four points clear. We beat Manchester City. Your morale is then through the roof. Um, But I think just on the Man City stuff... As much as we all take the, the piss out of them, there's nothing but respect there, I think, on, on, mm. on a footballing level for Manchester City because mm. we can joke about all the money that they've spent, but you both just said they are a really good football inside, they've got one of the best managers in the world, and despite how much money that they, they, they do spend, they churn out good football still, which you look at some other clubs who spend lots of money, still find that a difficult task. I, I, I've always sort of thought this, is that for me, they never, they've got loads of money and they spend a lot of money, but... I know it's sort of what Guardiola always says is like we don't spend 100 million yeah I get it but you do spend 50 million on four fullbacks or whatever mm-hmm. but they never sign the players that you think they're going to sign yeah. they don't go out there like let's use Man United as an example there this season chuck, chuck 100 million at Sancho chuck Ronaldo loads of dough um, Rafa Ran. Rafa Ran. these are players that are blindly obvious Upper Mancano, the Upper Mancanos of the world the ones that everyone thinks they didn't they went and got Ruben Diaz yeah. that no one was talking about and he's the one. And before that, it was I'm Emmerich Laporte, yeah. and and he was not the like the most sought after centre half in world football either. So they 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 clearly identify players that they think are going to work. They don't mind spending the money on them, mm-hmm. just like Liverpool didn't mind spending the money on Virgil van Dijk because it was the right player. I, I just feel like Man United do it a different way. They just go short by value. Go ahead, I'll oh, have a little. Man United here. do it in a in a. You know, in a an ultimate team way. You know, what I mean, they do it in a footy manager way. They do it in an old school sticker trade trading card kind of way. Man City do it in a, in a wise way, but what they all do, and which is why they're all loathsome in their own ways. City, United, and Chelsea is that the way they write off expensive mistakes. That that's the that, that's the real difference. But but equally, you know, because I mean, I was looking at there. They've got obviously Mendy's out, which we can't talk about. But they've got um, Zinchenko's potentially. It looks like he's going to be out as well. Just got Joe Cancelo at left back, you know. That's like that's he effectively, you know, is he the third choice? I mean, he's, you know, the days when he's the first choice, but they've done that for years. The fullbacks has been a bit of a joke, and if they'd done it in any other position, I think people would have cared more. But no one cares about fullbacks, and no one cares when you spend 20, 30, 40, 50 million pounds on fullbacks and then get rid of them the next season and buy another one. Um, but what they've done this season, which I think is interesting, Chris, is I think this is the first time that people have paid people are paying attention to City in a negative way. And Jack Grealish has done that because when you go out and you spend that money, and when you go out and you court 
Harry Kane in that way as well. And Harry Kane isn't just Tottenham's, he's owned by the whole country because of the England thing. Um, Apart from, you know, little corner up here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. can <laughs> give a shit about Harry Kane. Um, just that he's taking Jordan's armband at England, which is the worst part Did of it. Uh, yeah, but the, but the point is, City have actually drawn some really negative eyes for the first time. So I, ca- I quite like. The Midlands now don't like them. Yeah, <laughs> for example, and that and, and that's and that's a good thing, isn't it? I mean, people are getting. Thing is, it gets to a point where it was nice for a few years that it wasn't Liverpool or Man United. I'm guessing, um, or Arsenal being up there for the rest of the country. Now, Man City have been there so long, you know, seven eight years. They've been fighting for a, a Premier League title. Now, the people are becoming bored of them, and they're becoming the institution. And that's what happens. The institution is always the one that everybody else hates, yeah. you know, because of their success. That's what we're seeing now. It just so happens that I think it was instigated by signing, you know, Villa's best player and one of England's best players in Jack Grealish and stuff. That that to me was always a really interesting signing anyway to be honest with yeah. you especially now that he's playing the false nine yeah and, and it also the thing that it's like it's funny that's where the thing with Man City because it was you need people need them as the buffer between teams they really hated and the and the and the banter that you're going to receive when United win the league or Liverpool win it and just that you know just having to live in that world. Um, but I like the fact that there, it's been people have been waiting like if, if it doesn't work out them now winning all the domestic cups like. Pep was so pissed off with how little adulation he got for that. Like, he was so annoyed with the fact that they did that. And that's the season Liverpool win the European Cup, isn't it? And people are well more asked about Jürgen Klopp and the European Cup. And he's like, I just won four trophies. And people are like, yeah, Jürgen Klopp there with the big ears one. Let's talk about that. But I like the fact that that means now it's almost like they've got to do a double or they've got to win the Champions League. Otherwise, it's now... It's now people are now starting to perceive that as failure, but that's pressure and that's great. I like the fact that they, they exist in a in a world of pressure. It should make it different. But it should do when you spend that amount of money. Absolutely. Manchester United and Solskjaer are in the same position now. As soon as they drop points, they lose the game of football. We, everyone turns to we spent X Y Z in, in the summer. You should be doing better. But I think they can. We're the flip reverse. We're like we didn't spend money. You should have spent money. You should be doing better. <laughs> um, but it, it's, that's always been the case in Manchester City since they, they got they got taken over. They've had targets, dreams, and aspirations of winning multiple Premier Leagues. And obviously the big one is the Champions League, which is why it's still funny because that's why we're perceived that that's why Pep came in. He can say no as much as they want, but it what but it is yeah. because it puts them on a global scale. It gets them that that. I agree. Was that Pep was trying to trade four league cups for a Champions League, <laughs> and people were like no, yeah, it's not yeah. worth that, mate. Honestly. There's nothing. You'd need about fifty. It's like trying to give four of your swaps to someone for one sticky. You really want? Why do I want four of that shite? You know what I mean? Like I, I know. who's going to use four Steve Stones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what Pep thrives on, and that's probably what Pep's always had in, in his management. He's gone to what, big teams at Bayern Munich. And Barcelona and expectancy no matter how much money you spend has been you need to win things you need multiple trophies domestically and in, in, in European um, sense as well so it's just interesting the fact they lost this week for me and, and, and I'll also be interested to see if they play Raheem Sterling because that's the other big sticking point he's made the mistake of playing Sterling at, at Anfield before and you're talking about fans being inside the stadium like we we hound him. He makes the problem is is there's no right situation to place that. I think you've got to place you've got to got to place Sterling through it because if you start him, you he's get tried. a fast start. He's tried. No, no, exactly. I, to be exactly. fair, he was he was good last season. He wasn't was he? the season before at Anfield when he, he was brilliant. The final like twenty minutes of that game and he tore us to pieces. He just he started deeper on the left and just started running, running at us and he was very dangerous in that game. And obviously he's broken his duck. He's, he's over like the, he's over that Liverpool who have not been able to assist or score against and all that kind of stuff, but. You can't. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Because if you if you start them, then you, you're already giving us something to sing and shout and boo and hiss from kick off. But if you bring him on, and maybe our atmosphere's gone a bit flat, 
Yeah. And you throw stale into that. It's like throwing petrol on the on a fire, isn't it? You know what I mean? It just ignites what we're what we're doing on on, on top. So yeah, it is an interesting choice. Um I want to just very briefly look at what City did against Paris Saint Germain um in the week in terms of lineup because I think it's quite instructive to what 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 they're likely to do at the weekend. Um they went with um, Edison in goal, they had Cancelo, Laporte, Diaz, uh, Kyle Walker, De Bruyne, um, Rodri, I always get that confused because his name is clearly Rodri and not R. Hernandez, uh, Bernardo Silva, Grealish, Sterling, Mares, um, and then Jesus and Foden were introduced late on. Now, you, you could see a well where Jesus and Foden both start this game, of course, but there's not really... Maybe Fernandinho comes in, but there's not a, there's not lots. Again, swap a centre half. If you tell me, because they're starting Stones instead of Laporte, shrug. Because they're, they're both really good. They're both really good centre halves. There's not a massive amount of things that they like. You know, the, the, there's not a huge change. No, in what's going to get involved then? Or well, he's injured. He's injured. So yeah. he's not. A thank God for that. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, he scored two against us last time out, didn't he? In, in that four-one. So yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, I don't know, Chris. Where's Foden? Let me just find out. Ah, he did because I've got this. I've got the side <laughs> right in front of me. That wasn't what I. That wasn't why I originally checked it. I wanted to see what date we played in because I remember getting. Pumped by them, but I didn't know, remember when was it, it was. February? February, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was that. It was that. It was that month. It was the. It's too soon to play Kabak game. Yeah, I think. Just well, after our, our, our defense, anyone? Not Ross, because he's looking at the screen. Fab. Yeah. Hendo. Yeah. Yeah. Midfield, Genie in the six. <laughs> Thiago, Kurt Jones. Oh, I. Yeah, so I mean, it was, uh, and Allison wasn't great that game either, was Allison he? Allison had an absolute stink of that game. Let's let if he just doesn't do that, that will help tremendously. But before that, seventeen games without a win at Anfield, they were twelve losses, five draws. There was a lot of that last season, wasn't there? I mean, the boys in blue uh, across the across the way would probably have a, a, a little memory about how Anfield was a, a touch more favourable for them this year. But good, you know, again, we just not to get lost in the obvious jokes, but you can't go at one show to what Man City and not make jokes about them and their stadium and the amount of people that fill their stadium. But I, I do genuinely think, I think they they are a team primed to play an empty stadium. And again, let's make the oh, the empty ad jokes that obviously, but. They are. They've got brilliant players, and they play a ruthless brand of attacking football, which is, doesn't matter whether you've got a full stadium or not. If you're playing teams that you're meant to beat, and it's for the same reason Bayern Munich handled it as well, because I think they were particularly set up that way. But we weren't. But I do think they struggle in big, in big atmospheres, and that's why I think we often get the better of them at Anfield. And I think we've seen them go to uh, go to those it's games. Probably and also them. why they don't haven't won a Champions League. Because you can't get to that stage of the competition without surviving in those in those kind of things. So, um, Even I'm, last year wasn't a full stadium, was it? No, exactly. Yeah. And I'm made up, and I'm I'm just made up to be back because I want to feel, I want to get back to feeling like I don't. I felt so impotent about that game last year because I know how big with 13, 14 when we played them on the way to the you know to, in in the run in and beat them. That was the best Anfield atmosphere I'd ever been in at the time. Because that was that was the first time we were booing and, and you know really giving it the beans, and it, it's been like that ever since. And I, and it makes a massive difference. I love seeing little Kev De Bruyne's face. We're on half an hour and we're three nil up, just going. Ugh. And then on six and on sixteen seventy when it's done and it's better, dead and buried, and he's like, I can't run anymore. I'm tired. I'm losing. And these are fucking 
kicking off every time I touch the ball and the laughing when I shoot and miss and all that and she's little his little oh, his little sad face makes me so fucking happy it's glorious let's see it again um, right uh, we will take a very very short break not really it's an extended break but it's a good one uh, it's ultimate fan this week uh, let's see how I'm getting on with my team uh, we do have a trivia question we play City so many times and run out of these uh, how many league goals did Mario Balotelli score for Liverpool find out after the break Hey, yes, thank you so much. Uh, do check out the Ultimate Fan, it is very, very good fun. Uh, Ross was saying you, 50 points has been your record so far? Yep, we're going to finish 650 something. Maybe 6,000 actually. Yeah. Yeah, but not good. Well, I, we need to start paying more attention to it, which we can have, because I'm, I'm clearly struggling to win. I'm, I mean, I, and this is no shock, because I'm terrible at fantasy football in general anyway, but I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to rise to it, but maybe we should have some personal bragging rights amongst the, okay. amongst yeah. the team. I know, 51 points. So, so let's see. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll report back next, after the international break, yeah. and see who got the most points out of us. Oh, maybe the person with gold packs, Paul. Ultimate Fan Plus, baby. Um, right, sounds. Uh, the question before the break was, how many league goals has Mario Balotelli scored for Liverpool? One. A big... Six. Fat, lonely... One. He scored a grand total of four goals for Liverpool in all competitions. Um, yeah, he got, in 2014-15, 16 Premier League appearances, one goal... I went on LFC history during the break. Cheat. Is really? Absolutely, absolutely horrible cheat. If you're going to cheat here before the show. I didn't know the question, didn't read the agenda. Cheat. If you got that right at home, then yeah, you know far too much about Mario Balotelli. Was you, it, I was reading through Wikipedia just before, probably when I should have been writing more, a more detailed uh, agenda, but... Um, it was him saying about how he didn't like Brendan Rodgers and Klopp. He didn't get on with them. And then there's a quote. Actually, I need to see if I find it. It's in here. It, it's a, it absolutely amazing. There's a quote from Patrick Vieira. And it says, When it comes to Mario, I want to answer back. I'll just slam him up against the wall and leave him hanging by his collar on the coat rack. But I can't, as I'm no longer a player. Patrick Vieira, Balotelli's manager at Nice in December 2018. <laughs> Esky did that to me. <laughs> <laughs> he did as well. Emil Esky once did that to Chris Pager. Uh, all in good fun. Um, but yeah, uh, there you go. Funny stuff. Uh, right, we had a super chat uh, from Ashley Frith right at the top of the show. Ashley, thank you so much. And the question which leads us into the next section really, well, says, do you think Klopp will keep the same 11, Chris Pager? I do think he'll keep the same 11. The only question mark for me is the centre forward. Um, Jota for Bobby Firmino other than that and having now done my starting 11 before this show for a change which is quite nice everyone should should know because if you've not watched it watch it uh, if you haven't watched it <laughs> if you've not watched it watch it if you haven't watched it I'm, there's going to be no point because I'm going to tell you what the side is <laughs> well I've just told you in fact haven't I um, for me I'd play Bobby but I think Klopp will play Jota ooh what do you think Bobby Firmino Diogo Jota I well, put your hands together. Think, do you though? Bobby, Bobby, I think he starts Bobby. It's, a, it's it's pretty much the same, isn't it? If as long as he's got one of those forwards to try and tire out their defenders, and you bring another one that's fresh, that's the target, I think, for, for, for Liverpool. Yeah. Um, whether Bobby's fit and fresh enough because he's not as much game time as Jot is probably the only, only question of that. But I think I'd be happy with either of them. I think it's a nice little problem to have. Bobby, just, yeah. Bobby with his, with his press, you know, do we want to go and do that? And he, he wants to start. He wants to be the, the you know the trigger for the press. 
go and do that, but Jota can do that role as well. But Jota, you didn't even Jota, he's got, he's got slightly different runs and he can get in behind. <laughs> Sorry, not, the not, child. The runs. <laughs> <laughs> not the runs. He's got slightly different runs, which I think might come useful. Just for, just sometimes these things get lost in translation. Yeah. Where he's basically talking about having diarrhea. Diarrhea. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. So one thing I, I did think and why why I would go for Bobby as a as a, as a reason is Trent's not there. So with Trent not being there. You attack an outlet on that right-hand side is different. You're not going to have someone whipping in crosses. And I think the front three, the interplay between the front three is better with Bobby Firmino than it is with Diogo Jota. Those little one-twos that Bobby and Salah play or Bobby and Mane play, they're not they're not the same with Jota. He's still all right at it, but you don't see us doing those little one-twos on the edge of the area. And I think without having Trent Alexander-Arnold there, you might need more of that. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's a bit of a conundrum, isn't it? Because I I I always wonder with what we do, and I think we've we've started to change. We've had a lot of chats about this lately, Chris, about like changing the midfield dynamic and, and looking to get more men up in, in attack and more men support and supporting the attack. And whether there's a temptation to just go back to what you knew worked, but also Pep Guardiola is such a student. You know, I. I I equate him to, and I apologise to do a very dated sci-fi reference, but when when the Borg came into Star Trek: The Next Generation, Great. you could shoot them with a, a couple of times, but they would adapt to what you had. So you had to co- constantly change what you were doing because they would just it would it would be ineffectual upon them. And I do worry a little bit about the, if you revert to type and go, let's go with the tried and tested. Have Man City have had years to try and get their heads around that now? And does Pep Guardiola more consider? Because I, I actually, I've got the team here that we started not not at Anfield, but in the Man in the Man City away game last season. Which was the four of them. Which was yeah, which was the one all draw where we went four two three one in that game and went Salad Salad up up front, Bobby behind him, Jota from the right, Mane from the left, and we've seen a couple of little hints of that. Um, obviously, Brentford being a being a, a reasonable example of it. We went with Genie and Hendo as the double pivot, and then it was the, it was it was Gomez and Matip, of course, because Van Dijk was out injured at that point. Um, Trent actually goes off um, injured in that game as well. Um, I think that's right. But anyway, I wonder whether Ross, we might see that. We never really got to see that flourish enough, and whether this that that is more indicative of what our first choice approach. Because of course, by the time we play the Man Field, with a shit show, Jota's injured, etc., etc. All four would be ballsy, but it's something. It would probably be something that I quite like to see. I'd also got the the in my head again stuff from last season, going don't play all four in case one of them gets injured, and then you kind of shot yourself in the foot, then haven't you? But you know, you, you can go all out on that. It's hard because. Bobby's just got come off the bench and scored two goals. So you turn around to him and say, you're not, you're not starting this game. You just you, you've earned that. I know the goalkeeper went, went walkabouts like, but mm-hmm. you know, you're you're showing some sort of form. Jotter had his chances and and he missed them. Great if he might feel a bit pissed off that he's he might miss out on this one, but you've had your chance. You started the last game, you didn't score. He's about to have two he's about to have two weeks off, Bobby, as well, because he's not been picked for Brazil. There you go there. Um so there's a degree to which I mean Jotter's likely to play every minute for Portugal because he's very important to, to what they do and he's played a lot of football for us and I don't think he would have played that much football if Bobby hadn't been injured so it's a tricky it's a tricky one I, I, I'm, the best thing is Chris shrugs the shoulders who's asked yeah. like we've got we've got Salah who's in the form of his life 
And I mean that by even by comparison to 17-18, he was not in this goal-scoring form at the start of the season. I think he had five and eight, I think, at this, is he at eight this, in, at this point. Eight is he at this point. He's eight and eight so far for us. Um, obviously, he just accelerated and never stopped in, in that season. That would be unreal if he manages to even come close to that again. But the point is, you've got Salah in the form of his life. You've got Mane, who's got three so far this season. I think he's on three and six for us. Jota's on a similar thing, and and even Bobby's on you know again his goal per minute as we were discussing. He's got like three and one hundred and twenty five minutes of forty four. That's something similar to what Leipzig tried, and it, you know apart from the defensive mistakes that they made, it worked for them. So Bob's just looking then they've conceded five goals in the Champions League in, in two games. So when teams go healthy like they're at them, do you know they do, they do concede? I think they're going to concede one in the league. On, on I don't. Rent, I don't think we are that good defensively this season. To be honest, I, I know like prior to Brentford, we've. We've only considered one goal in the league, but we've Alison Becker has been the star of the show for a lot of games for us this season, and that's fine because that's why you've got a good goalie for. But I do fear if we if we go, no, our, this is not at the Champions League final where we just trust our defense is so good that we'll, Spurs are not going to touch us if we just if we just trust in what we just in the solidity of what we got. I do. Yeah, I, I, it's, I it's very similar to be fair to what what was happening when we won the league. You know, I I know we we walked away from that season like the defense is amazing and all that type of stuff. But if you think about the individual games and you think about the moments within those games, that high line was questioned for a long time, up until we were probably ten games winning on the bounce. You know, that's that's what happens when that's the style of football that we play. You can play another style like Atletico where you don't concede but you don't score. Like It's getting that balance, isn't it? Man City have got a good defence because they take the ball off the team. It's not, And it doesn't get queried or questioned or people don't have, a, don't have the ball enough to actually put them under pressure. That's why they've conceded the fewest shots. They've also got the most possession, the most passes and everything else. Yeah. That's it. It's, a, it's part of a balancing act. So that their defence I don't think is as good as we think yeah. when looking at the stats and our defence to your point wasn't as good because we score loads of frigging goals and Alison Becker was saving loads of stuff yeah I I think it's the thing about City for me is always you've got to get in the faces and I don't mean I don't mean this in like you don't you don't need to try and have 60% of the ball but you need to when you go you go and you get in the faces and you do everything you can because that's the, the that's how you beat. That's how you beat City. Now you can do it in the other way, where you do. And our, sorry, our defense can sit deep and yeah. defend well. Yeah, it's that we choose not to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and it's but it's again, it's like in terms of how you you're shifting things for the game. We would, I, Klopp would always preference. He doesn't like shifting things for games, does he? I go back all the way back to Real Madrid, and I'm like, how can I go into a changing room and say, remember that thing we do every week? That I tell you is the way to play. We're changing it for this game we because we don't think, yeah, because we don't think it's, we're good enough to be, to play our way against this against this team. It's different when it's first, his first season, and he's, t- he's 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 doing it every other week because he's like I'm dragging them down to our level, and we're finding clever ways to do it. You don't get to the pit to the top of the mountain and 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 start to undermine what you do because there's a different mindset when when you get there. So what I mean is it's going to be a. I, I think we will. I just think Let's we will. Slob and okay. Honestly, like, yeah, genuinely. I'm, I'm fine with that. And again, it's uh, bringing back to a balance out for Liverpool. That's fine. You've got to do the defensive cover as well. With James Milner's probably going to start start at right back. Man City going to target that. But they, you know, they put they double up and put you know, Grealish and Sterling or whoever on that left hand side to, to try and do that. If he's got the people helping him out, which we saw Salah was doing post Brentford and for the, the game uh, midweek. Sorry, 
fine, do that. I wonder yeah. how they do that. Though. And Joss has, Joss has got it I don't think got... they do. I don't think they do target him because they, they, they'll just play the way that they normally play. Mm. And, and that means attacking down the left-hand side and attacking down the right-hand side. They're not going to launch balls over the top to in behind James Milner in the same way that we saw Brentford and we saw Porto start the game. It's not in their DNA. Mm. They'll build up down the left, don't get me wrong, like they always do, I think, anyway. And they'll build up down the right because they trust... That they don't need to do anything different to yeah. beat us. They might look, but they might. They they might what yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. I mean by that is not necessarily what, you, what you're saying. What I mean is they, they. I think they would. If you've got to pick somewhere to target, and whether that's they naturally play down the left more than whatever, it will be because you'll want to isolate James Milner, and you'll want Raheem Sterling and foot races with, with James Milner because that's what. Of course, you would because he's dead fast compared to James Milner. And Grealish on the inside of that challenge. Yeah, ex- well. and so there's a chance because we've seen them do that before when when they've put Sane and they've told. Uh, David Silva to really yeah. go and get around Trent try and cause him problems so you would you would logic would dictate if you're going to pick on someone you'd pick on the 35 year old midfielder playing at right back and that makes perfect sense especially when you think Milner. your weakness is your left back yeah yeah and so you keep him back keep him pen back absolutely yeah it's a, it's a really good well you say that I mean they're playing Jao Cancelo there so it's probably not any any great any great weakness but also we they know Full well that Liverpool like to get the fullbacks up, and when we get our fullbacks, and when we're brave enough to get out of our half with the fullbacks, that's very difficult to undo because you're spending more of your time doing this than being being out throwing punches. But it wouldn't surprise me if he tried to do something because we've seen them try Grealish at midfield, and you've got Sterling there, and maybe they say that and they say, right, I will put Grealish in midfield and I will put Sterling on the left, and we'll just say go and float around Milner because, or maybe. It's just a pure Grealish thing because he's so good in 1v1 situations of going past his man. He's the most fouled man in the universe. James Milner's the opposite of that. And James Milner loves yellow cards. And it's away from Van Dyke as well. So they've got options there, certainly. The other one, I guess, is midfield. Um, I can't see how Curtis Jones doesn't start this game, but until we see him start this game, we won't... No, I think we. I, mean, I did a the JNO Insight show with Neil Jones today, which is streaming on the RedmanTV.com. Not really interesting stuff. Actually, a couple, a couple of transfers that have been linked with, um, but also we we had a chat about Kurt and how he with Harvey Elliott. We were shocked. We were a bit. I say shocked. Yeah, a bit when he starts Chelsea. That was like, oh shit, this kid is for real. Jurgen Klopp clearly rates him. It's a slightly different circumstance because it's really probably Curtis or Naby. For this, mm. you'd imagine. Um, but I think if he gives Kurt Jones, he fully deserves it, by the way. But if he gives Kurt Jones this game, particularly because he's played, that'll be three on the bounce as well for him. Four. Well, so in, in the build up to it, um, that will be a massive, what a massive like yeah. vote of confidence for him. Yeah, I think he's been part, part, partly unlucky because he got like clattered in the pre season game, didn't he? Which kind of set him back a little bit. Maybe yeah. things might have been different. We'll, we'll never know. But again, as I said before, you know, Bobby's just scored two goals. He's in the, put in contention. You've thrown your name in the hat for it. As long as he's not got into training thinking, oh, I'm starting a Man City game. We've referenced it this week already. You've got to work hard in training. No, you can't just turn up in, in the game in Porto and think and think you're there. But he's must have seen Thiago's out, Elliot's out, Naby kicked the grass and, he, and he's out. There's an opportunity here for me to kind of state my claim or certainly put my name in there, the Porto performance. It's completely done that for me. Personally, excuse me, I'd, I'd start him. Yeah. Because um, I think he deserves it. And I think I think we highlighted him one of the shows earlier this week is the fact that he backs himself and his arrogance. And when you come up against Man City, I think you pointed out, you know, the way that he runs with the ball, the fact that he, he opens up options for himself. These games are on on moments. 
and you've got to pick your boats and you've got to get them right I back him to do that yeah I think for me the big thing and it's something you sort of mentioned before Paul is like we've played them enough times now He's the X Factor. That's the that's the difference in Liverpool this season is the midfield is playing in a different way. Certainly that left hand date is certainly playing in a different way when Kurt in there. Um City won't have played that. I haven't played that before, even though Kurt's come up against them before. This is a, a confident Kurt, Kurt Jones. And you know, w- will he make life difficult for Kyle Walker and that right hand side of their defence if he shifts over there and so looks for sort of Bobby or Jota or Mane, whoever's starting over there and just attacks them in a different way to we've attacked them before? I think it's a, it's again psychologically and how you're managing the squad. I, I think if it's if Naby comes in. I think that's sly on Kurt. Unless there's just you know, unless there's other factors at play, and again, it's how they've been training in the days days afterwards. Of course, will play will play a big part in this. I think the only way you don't start Kurt is if you start Bobby and you start him. You play four two three one and you play and you play all four of the lads. And I think that's probably the, one of the which leaves Hendo and Fabinho exactly. And it's one of the few circumstances where Kurt will probably go all right, fair. You know, because I get I get it. We're doing something. different. Someone on the starting eleven said, "What about Kurt in the ten? And I was like, "Ooh." Quite like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, it, it's he, not not as a, he's not done it as a fixed ten, has he? But I mean, when you think about where he's been playing the last few games, apart from the random six against Norwich, he's played left and right. He's gone across across that zone, you know, in behind in behind the front three or whatever. So you could do a little worse. But I, I just like what I like about him, and particularly if you've got Kyle Walker playing, no one's beaten Kyle Walker in a foot race. Literally, like it's not it's it's not happening. There's no we don't own anyone who can do that. So the only way to do that is to is to you've got to create you've got to work space you've got to create space and you've got to overload them because it, it, there are, it does have limitations and he does have brain farts periodically and stuff and I want him dealing with Curtis Jones I want him dealing with Manny and I want him dealing with Andy Robertson and saying okay well if we put you one again we put you one v one you're gonna you're gonna get to the ball first but while you're all making but you can only go with one of us. So great, Manny's making a run, and all of a sudden Curtis Jones, like we saw it against Brentford, and we saw it in, in, in the build-up to the first goal in, in midweek. Well, I care to have a run at the box then and see what he can open up. I would, you know, in an ideal world, care to stick him one in the far top bin, <laughs> but maybe yeah, Porto was just a sighter. Yeah, and, 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 and Brentford as well. You know, let's face it, yeah, deflected and goes in saved by the goalie third time's the charm far top in Allah Everton be made up it'd be a big test for him wouldn't it you know we mentioned Brentford Porto obviously there was Everton in the was it FA Cup and is obviously linking all these games that he's kind of played and obviously there was a chunk of last season which he had to play which I think he was hindered because of the circumstances around him Man City's the next one for him the next big test for him he can turn up in that game and perform and he's elevated himself on a different level isn't he that's it there's a difference you know between is Kurt Jones the seventh midfield choice midfielder in our squad? Not and he's anymore. just well, no, but you know what I mean. But like when the pecking order gets set, when everyone's fit and available, what is he? Is he a young kid who is fine to you just drop him in here and there, or is it go time for Kurt Jones? So he's in until he's not in anymore, until he's not able to be in anymore, and then someone else can come back in. Um, and this game will tell us a lot about that because if he's able, let's be honest, he, he can put a seven out of ten in this game. And you know, and, and as long as everyone else is doing the business, that's probably fine for a twenty-year-old kid in such a massive game of football. If he gets any more, like if he gets an assist, or he gets, a, or he scores, or he just puts in a fucking brilliant all-round display, I, I don't see how you get him out. Because like, 
I love Thiago, but a talent, but... He's only going out on rotation, isn't he? And that's not his fault. Exactly. And that's you that. gave me very star, uh, very uh, vibes of Starship Troopers there. Like, you're my lieutenant until, you know, I find someone better or you die. Curtis Roughnecks! Yeah, definitely. Um... So yeah, obviously there's some uh, some some concerns in terms of Liverpool and availability. We know Thiago won't be available for this. We know Trent won't be available for this, which I've been having the middle of the conversation. Um, Nico Williams will be back in contention. Be interested to see whether he's on the bench. You'd imagine he will be for this one. I don't think I, I didn't have him on the bench. I don't think for this really? one. No, because there's there's only nine. <laughs> <laughs> just the nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, someone's gonna, people are gonna have to start missing out. It's mad. Yeah. We've already got lads who are missing out to injury. Um, I had Minamino and Arrighi on the bench. Yeah, both of them. It's more than and, jo- and Bobby. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be. Imagine it'll be. It's it's the centre. I think it's whether he thinks Gomez is me back up right back or is or is. Or Bradley's me back up right back. I can't see Bradley, but yeah, it's, I it's, thought Gomez and Canate give you options. Chimacas obviously gives you options, yeah. And then it's about Keita, um, Minamino, Origi, and Firmino probably. Ox maybe mm-hmm. as well. That's probably all nine of them, isn't it, with a goalkeeper? Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's uh, some interesting decisions to be made from the from Jurgen and the team in advance of this game. Right, we're gonna have a little look at the other Premier League fixtures. Like he was really, he was really mm, asked to nobody. be honest, but um, um, we will see. Oh wow. United are playing Everton. You know that? No. Nope. I had no idea. There you go. Half 12 kickoff on Saturday. United versus the Ev. That's a big game of is football, that a, isn't it? Old is that at Old Trafford? The yeah. second best teams Ooh. in Liverpool and Manchester going head to head on the, it's like the weekend. It's like 19s play a European away before the big one, isn't it? <laughs> <That> <laughs> be, like, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Rafa Benitez. Managing a, a team on Merseyside against the Man United team with Cristiano Ronaldo in. There's some defo nostalgic vibes, nostalgic vibes there. I wouldn't shock me at all. I mean, Everton are still. I, I think they're still without. Hey, there's no a Brighton top of the league. Yeah. No, never happened, did it? Funny <laughs> that. <laughs> I got so much pelters at the weekend for being like, "Oh, Liverpool are top of the league. Brighton can go. Brighton can go top if they win." All right, well, let's chat about that when Brighton go top. Brighton didn't go top anyway. No. Um, I um, I don't know where. So who's top of the league? Liverpool. 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 Liverpool's top of the league so far. Um, right. Interesting, isn't it? Ross, Manchester United versus Everton. Yeah. What do you reckon? Um, Man United to Spafford ninety-first minute goal. Never. I, it would be funny though, and and because I, I really can't see Everton. What was it last night? It was like ninety five. Yeah, something like that. that it's just how much and you know, to win games at the moment, isn't it? And for all of last season, to be perfectly honest, I think that's how they're going to come unraveled. Honestly, is that that fine the knife? Na, na, yeah, that knife edge of your late goals. Eventually, that just doesn't work. Well, hadn't they lost two on the bounce at Old Trafford prior to? Yeah, West Ham and Aston Villa. Yeah, mm-hmm. prior to the Champions League one, so their their Old Trafford form hasn't been great. Now, this is what I was saying um, before their game in the Champions League. Is someone's like, ah, I want them to lose. I'm like, no, 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 because that really does highlight it. If you lose three on the bounce at Old Trafford, like, hello, I'm shit, type of thing for Ollie. It's like, no, 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 put that sign away, Ollie. Get a win, uh, yeah. however you can, and just keep it going. A nice draw where they feel like they're hard done by. It'd be great. Everton, Everton got a couple of injury issues as well. well they've, had major, they've got no squad depth whatsoever. Yeah, they may major. I mean, Solomon Rondon might be up to speed by now, but obviously he's still very much 
Brandon can be up to speed, he's still shit. Well, he's making the numbers up. Oh, he's he's making five. the numbers up. Stop saying things about Everton players. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Um, oh, trust me, Jack Richardson just sent a super chat saying, thank you, Jack. Uh, just left work in rainy West Yorkshire. It's rare that I catch these build-up shows live. So just wanted to check in. Hope Chris is having a better day. I am now, thank you for Yeah, now that, we've, now that you've got out your office and you're just having a bit yeah, a normal Not looking normal at two life. screens of Excel. Fucking things that make me want to die. <laughs> And also the build-up show is not three days earlier. Not that we moved it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice yeah. and spaced out. It's not, and all yeah, good. not half eleven in the morning. Yeah, well done, yeah. very good indeed. And, and just, just so, so you know, it's taken me three years. It's absolutely pissing down here as well. It is. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's bad. Um, actually, on a point that I mentioned at the top of the, the top of the show, me and Ross went down to Anfield for the to see the first bait in the ground on the Annie Road extension. The, that video is now live on the RedmenTV.com. It's a little extra bonus feature for our subscribers. Did you ask whether it was also the last spade that will be used? It's a good point, that isn't it? Yeah, first and last. Yeah, because I don't imagine People much. Just use diggers, don't they? Yeah, you know what I mean? Surely like, for the finesse work. Couldn't there must be, be under a little license. Oh, there's a shortage on licenses for truck drivers and stuff at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's it. It would be interesting to know if it was going to be the last speed. Mm. I imagine he just left Jürgen there for a bit and went right see it a bit you crack on well I saw that I saw a great laugh if it rained anymore he probably would have dug himself a fucking fox oh, pit yeah, well yeah. there was a great laugh I think it was from uh, Courtney Neary on Twitter saying like Liverpool have got so little money that they're making Jürgen <laughs> to, to build the stand himself <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah that's that's there uh, right now and a whole host of other things as well uh, but we'll talk a bit about that a bit later on of course but thank you so much to Jack and yeah Chris does seem to be smiling now which is good There was a, he, was, he was in a dark place We've had, it's, been a, it's been a week of dark places uh, we've managed to just about get our heads get our heads out of them. Uh, the Reds being good helps certainly. Uh, right, anyway, the Premier League fixtures: Chelsea, Southampton, yeah, um, home win. You should be, but obviously Southampton. Um, Shit, yeah, got, you can't got a draw Man City other, last other week. Results. You can't convince me of any other results, and, and you know what? I hope you're right. Yeah, I hope I'm right too. Um, Chelsea obviously dropping. Um, to Juventus in the, in midweek as well, so they'll be spoiling to get back on the horse and all that. I started that watching that game. Fuck me, it was boring. Yeah, I got <laughs> fucking twenty hell, minutes. I watched that. I, I, I did that one moment where they had that really weird corner and they waited it to Lukaku, and I was like, "Why are you working that to Lukaku? If you wanted to pick one man who you need a perfect first touch from, and I know <laughs> it's technically shooting, and that's the best thing that he does, but like." Kick it to Havertz or something like you know, you know, or like kick it to Alonso or whatever. Um, yeah. Do you I, do you have a struggle on those Champions League days where I picked the wrong match consistently? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I actually got into our Discord, our Club Legend Discord. If you remember at TheRevenantTV.com, you get access to this Discord, and was like, "What's the best game to watch here?" And someone was like, "Benfica Barcelona." Benfica have just gone one 0 up and stuff. I was like, "Sound okay." Give goal. it a couple of more minutes, anyway. You know what I mean? A couple more minutes went. You went. I've left this game with shit. I'm like, all right. Well, I'm not taking your fucking advice. There's no uh, right answer. The right answer the is goal that, show. The goal show, yeah, yeah. Because at but least, but it's two American sports for but me. That's the, but that's that. the only good thing about American sports is that, like, you know, where all the they boil it down. Because look, and I'm not thinking about it. I mean, you know, it's so slow and stop start in American sports. Whereas the idea of just creaming off all the best bits. Uh, yeah, the goal show very, very much the way to watch Champions League football because you can't win because. It's like it's like picking a lane in, in a traffic jam on the motorway. The fast one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you move. You move out. Yeah, this one's moving. I'm going to this one. And you pick a car. Yeah, and you, you go, pick a car. A, mate, I'm going to beat you and that's all my And then you watch is. them go past you. Like, no, that's it. 20 miles, mate. All I've got to do is beat you. And it doesn't matter. I'm, all, I'm the winner. Yeah. Um, Wolves, Newcastle. What were you going to say then, Ross? 
I put the goal show on last night and fell asleep. Missed all the fucking goals anyway. Yeah, Burnley, Norwich, yeah. Jesus, <laughs> poor old Norwich. Leeds, Watford, whatever. Brighton, Arsenal. That is going to be a hell of a game of football. Brighton, Arsenal. Brighton, Arsenal. I thought are Arsenal okay now? Are they good? Well, I've been saying that. I said this from in the first week of the season when everyone was laughing the kecks off at Arsenal, going out of the shite. And I was like, you put the you put the better goalie in there. You put the better left back in there. You put the better set the new centre half. Let him get up to speed and get him in there. You put Party who's the best DM. The in right there. back was really good against Spurs as well, by the way. Yeah, you know you got, but they had like four of their nailed on first team. And I know Bamiang's a bit. Hot and cold, or a bit of a, a bit of a knob, or whatever at times. But he put him centre forward, and he'll score goals for you. He, ju- he just will. And they and they hadn't said Odegaard hadn't gone through there yet. They've got and they're doing quite like us as well. They played a bit of uh, Smith Rowe and Odegaard together in midfield with Party behind them. That's a you know that's a bloody good midfield. Shaq is out for three months now as well. Shaq, damn, well, that makes better. Well, exactly, yeah, yeah. So, but Brighton. Are, Brighton are the like the, the XG the, the 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 expected goal kings, aren't they? If they could only score goals, they would be well better than they are. But same all last season as well. Yeah, same yeah. yeah. But that that'll be that should be a good game for. But that's a good barometer, I think. That's a harder Can game I give for you Arsenal. The, just, think. I'm an, I like XG and stuff like that. But if your striker's shit, it doesn't matter because it compares strikers across all the things. So like you comparing. Lionel Messi, for example, when you look at XG, to every other striker in Europe's top five leagues over a year period, well, he's just the best of them. Yeah. So actually, don't compare Messi on XG because he's, he's better than everybody. Yeah, you yeah, think, yeah. You're comparing him to the general population, essentially. <laughs> it's not good enough, is it? Yeah. And it's like goalkeepers and stuff as well. It's like, Alisson's doing better than his expected goals against. Yeah, because he's the best goalkeeper. Yeah. Of course he's going to be. Yeah. If you can put an average one in there, that's how many we'd concede. Yeah. But I mean, the point of, the general point on Brighton is that they are... They create a lot of chances and you've got your forwards. Exactly. They're a good team. You know, and, and and the point is is that you can't if you don't do the other th- it's not it's all well if you don't do the chance creating thing, well you 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 you're definitely not yeah. gonna score. What they had is an entire year to get better forwards. Yeah. But they started the season. Started the season. Yeah, Nearly went top of the Lakers. Yeah, I know. And didn't. I mean they scored. Spares eight. Eight, yeah. Spares well saying that we're we're saying that, but like we were laughing at Brentford not scoring loads of goals last week and then fucking banged it against us. Spurs hosting Aston Villa. That is a battle for Conference League places if ever I saw one. Uh, West Ham, Brentford. Interesting to see how Brentford do that. Don't care really. I want. I I need to see. I need to know when Brentford play people that I we want them to to beat. And this is really this this is. Ooh, Brentford, Chelsea after the international break. First game back. Yes. Oh, lovely. Rested. No, no. Well, nowhere near as many internationals as the other teams. In that ground, I really just need Brentford to take points off either Chelsea or City, so I can feel better about what they did to Point us. Was a good result. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That would be great. Um, yeah, some of the fixtures this weekend: Crystal Palace, Leicester, uh, whatevs. Um, right, let's get Crystal back. Crystal Palace win. Probably, maybe. Who knows? Also, who cares? Um, Thank you so much to everyone who's joined us. Let's have a score prediction from Chris Pajak. Three, one, home team. One nil, Liverpool. Or one one. No, one nil. Two one, Liverpool. I think. I think Man City will go up early and we'll just turn it on them. 
beat them, maybe even 3-1. I think Joe Matip scores. Oh, wow. Virgil's first goal. I think if we win 3-1, Curtis Jones has scored in the game. Oh, I like that. I'll take all of them. Oh, apart from, apart from the shit draw idea. Um, whatever, I can't wait. I just can't wait to have a one of them games where you're just making noise constantly for 90 minutes cannot wait uh, there'll be plenty to come around that uh, loads of extra content for you guys actually to keep you entertained before kickoff. Uh, as mentioned I've done the Geno Insights extra show with Neil Jones there's that video on the spade in the ground and the um, the beginning of construction on the Anfield road end uh, we've also got a match day experience video from Porto as well so if you want to know what it was like to be in the Liverpool end over in the drag hour where we battered them again um, then that is also streaming exclusively on the website for you guys as well and of course we've got the usual we're after free content Chris has done the start left prediction and Ross and Edel are doing the uh, watch along this weekend yay very exciting yeah very exciting indeed um, yeah thank you so much for everyone who's obviously joined us here on YouTube you guys are incredible uh, but if you want more from us do go and subscribe to edmontv.com because it's really good uh, and it helps support the channel which is always a good thing as well uh, anyway yes thank you so much see you all very soon oh yeah if you become a club legend you get your name in the end card of this video is that right Si? It is. Uh, here's our club legends. Ta-da. Thanks so much for checking out the show this week. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, then do. But if you want more from us, extra Redmen shows, then go to theredmentv.com. You can support the channel at two levels by club captain or club legend tier. Both get you a full suite of Liverpool-related content, extra Redmen shows, documentaries, features, and world-exclusive interviews. And club legends get their names here and on the end of those videos and free merchandise as well. Perfect time to sign up on the redmentv.com.